Mysterious COVID-19 illness in kids. Joe Rogan plans to move to Texas. Pelosi is made of plastic and Trump plans to refund the WHO. We're getting into all this and more. Welcome to the Raging Patriot Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news together. Now let's get into this. Listen to the press secretary expose Obamagate. Listen here. Yes. Switching gears for just a moment. Also in his interview with Maria Bartiromo the other day, the president suggested that people should be jailed for what he said earlier in the week was a very obvious crime. You're an attorney and the president's spokesperson. Perhaps you could lay out the elements of this crime. What crime was committed and in what way? I, ref- I assume you're referring to the Obama administration and the unmasking and... Obamagate. What is it? What are the elements of that crime? Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you asked because there hasn't been a lot of journalistic curiosity on this front, and I'm very glad that you asked this question. Um, look, Boom. Look, there were a number of questions raised by the actions of the Obama administration. Uh, the Steele dossier funded by the Democratic National Committee, uh, the opposition political party to the president, was used to attain FISA warrants to listen in on conversations of people within the Trump campaign. There was the unmasking, the identity of Michael Flynn. Um, and we know that in a January 5th meeting in the Oval Office with President Obama, Sally Yates from the Department of Justice learned about the unmasking, not from the Department of Justice or from the FBI. She learned about it from President Obama and was stunned and could barely process what she was hearing at the time because she was stunned of his knowledge of that. Um, We know that there was a lot of wrongdoing in the case of Michael Flynn. The FBI notes, for instance, that said, um, should we quote, get him to lie as they pontificated their strategy. We know that the identity of this three-decade general was leaked to the press, a criminal leak to the press of his identity in violation of his Fourth Amendment rights. These are very serious questions. They've been ignored by the media for far too long, and I'm very glad that I think that is the second question that I have fielded on Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, because justice does matter. Those questions, they matter. To be clear, I heard you mention one thing you said was criminal, and that was what? The the one thing that I've said that was criminal? the leaking of his name and the very real questions that have been raised. But if you want to start talking about wrongdoing in the administration, happy to go through Andy McCabe leaking. Look at that. I, I love that this press secretary comes prepared because she knows what, the, what they're going to ask. And she's like, well, if you do want to talk about that, which I know you're going to bring that up, but you're, you're alluding to that. She goes right to her paper. She does this all the time. And she's just reading things. I love it to the Wall Street Journal um, and then lying about it. Happy to talk about James Clapper lying before Congress saying the NSA does not monitor phone calls. That was an inaccuracy, uh, to say the least, if not a lie. Um, and John Brennan telling Congress that the bogus Steele dossier played no role in the Russia probe when, in fact, we know it did and was the basis of attaining FISA warrants. So uh, there is a lot of mistruths there that were said, many of them under oath. So I would point you to those and the many other real questions that I hope you all will pursue. So the president's view that those people should be jailed, the people you just mentioned. I never said that. Those are your words, not mine. But perhaps you should oh, look into it and get me some answers. That is, after all, the job. That is, after all, the job of reporters to answer the very questions that I've laid out, and I hope you guys will take the time to do it. And boom, she's just railing him, railing. This is a this is a woman, blonde chick version of Trump up there. She should have been press secretary from day one. And I also find it interesting if we want to start talking about fabrication of crimes, we can litigate that case pretty publicly with James Clapper, um, who said what President Trump did with Russia 
pales, that Watergate paled in comparison. We can talk about Eric Swalwell lying and saying President Trump was working on behalf of the Russians. We can talk about Hakeem Jeffries lying and saying the president was a Russian asset. We can talk about Schiff saying there was ample evidence of collusion in plain sight when in fact there was not. Uh, We can talk about Mark Warner saying there's enormous amounts of evidence of collusion. We can talk about a CNN historian who said there was a smell of treason in the Trump-Russia probe when in fact for three years, you all talked about collusion, and there was none. And it was a huge injustice, not just to this administration, but to the American people who deserve truth, not the alleging of absolutely false allegations against this president. Yes. You see, I never normally share videos this long with you guys, but this was just such a perfect smackdown on the media, such a perfect explanation of, o- of Obamagate, and it perfectly explained and summarized everything that's going on related to Obamagate and the media's treatment. She just, in that four-minute clip, she just nailed everything so Perfectly. So Trump plans on refunding the WHO. Listen to this. Tucker Carlson's got the scoop. This is a Fox News alert. The Trump administration is on the brink, but you didn't see this coming, of resuming U.S. funding of the World Health Organization. Last month, you'll remember, the administration cut off U.S. funding at the president's direction. That amounts to about $400 million a year. They did this, as the president explained, because the World Health Organization badly mishandled and lied about the coronavirus pandemic. And if- Real quick, we all know what the WHO did. We know they lied. They shilled for China. So that's why Trump initially took the money, the funding away from the WHO. But listen to why Trump is doing it now. Of course, nauseatingly subservient to the government of China. But tonight, this program has obtained a draft letter that would partly restore that funding. We're told the president supposedly has agreed to sign the letter if he hasn't already been interesting to know who convinced him to do that. The letter says in part, quote, despite its shortcomings, I believe that the World Health Organization still has tremendous potential. And I want to see the WHO live up to that this potential, particularly now during this global crisis. That is why I've decided that the United States will continue to partner and work with the World Health Organization and agree to pay up to what China pays in assessed contributions end quote so if so that's good that trump is saying that we're not going to fund you a lot but we're going to fund you pretty much just as much as china does because we 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 should be the ones above china in the who's uh you know who they're shilling out for if anything should be shilling out for us we were giving them more money than china this does happen if the state department gets its way and the U.S. does match the contribution that China kicks in every year. We still won't have the influence that China has. No one will. But we'd spend about one-tenth of what we were contributing before. We'll continue to follow this story. Now, there are certainly many reasons that the president was deeply skeptical of the World Health Organization in the first place. Now, it's obvious. I, I wonder who, and I think Tucker brings this up, I wonder who is the one that uh, convinced Trump to refund them. Probably Fauci, because Fauci... I don't trust this guy. I don't know how this guy got so close to Trump, and I do not know why he's still around Trump, and Trump still listens to him. You got to get this guy out of here. Fire Fasucci, Fauci. Not been watching the WHO, but I think under his leadership, they've done very well. He has been all over this. I was on the phone with him a few hours ago, leading a WHO call. So that's what Fauci was saying about the director of the WHO. Uh, Fauci's just another shill. We cannot trust this guy. 
There's too much sketchy things about this guy in his past. I want to know your thoughts. Do you think that Trump should be refunding the WHO with some stipulations? I think that could be a proper move with some stipulations because the WHO is going to still be around whether we like it or not. It's either China is going to be paying all the money or we're going to be paying some as well. I mean, if they're going to be around, we better have at least a hand in it, in my opinion, so this way we can check their influence because if we're not giving them anything they can be just running amok all over the place um but it also is possible that if our defunding could possibly just discredit them from the rest of the world and nobody listens to them anymore but then at what point who comes in and fills that gap and replaces it i think if anything we should refund with the stipulation of getting rid of that director putting our own people involved our own people to check up on them to see what's going on if anything, because that's what we need to do. We know that they're a corrupt organization. We need to have our own investigators to make sure they're not a corrupt organization. That's my take. Listen to Plastic Pelosi's plan to open up the country. Uh, we'll pass it in the House and then we'll negotiate as we go forward. Uh, but what this is, is what this country needs. We need to have, uh, we want to open our economy to do that. We need testing, testing, testing. Oh, real quick. I am so sick. I'm totally sick of these, Demo- especially Pelosi. Whenever she says testing, 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 with her, with her Botox smile, her face right now is glistening because of all the makeup on her face. Who knows? Just testing, testing, testing. Like, oh my God. That, she's been reiterating that phrase for the last two months now. We're past the testing phase. Testing, tracing, tracing, treatment, and uh, isolation if necessary. So testing, tracing, and treating. Listen, we're all more than two months into this thing. That is a thing of the past. That is not going to happen. That is a pipe dream to test and then trace where they went and quarantine everybody. We're moving on from that. We know this virus isn't that deadly anymore. We don't need to do all this. This is not like the, the, that movie, uh, whatever, Contagion, where the virus hits somebody and they're dead within a few hours. That's not what's happening. That's not what is happening. And even if that was happening, it would be over quicker because then you could say, oh, the virus kills you in four hours. Everybody just stay quarantined for four hours really quickly. Okay, whoever had it is dead, and now it's not going to spread anymore. If anything, that would be done a lot quicker. But that's not what's happening. So that's very important. We, this establishes a, plan, a goal, a plan, benchmarks, and a timeline for us to get the American people tested so we know the size of this problem and, again, can defeat this villainous virus. Testing, treatment, tracing, treatment, and uh, isolation. There, they say instead of doing something, they want to pause. Well, there's no pause in hunger or jobless. What a weirdly edited video, by the way or uh, paying the not being able to pay the rent, the list goes on. This woman can't get one coherent sentence out of this whole entire clip. American people are in pain. It's heartbreaking the numbers of people who are dying and who are infected. And, and we have to address it. And we have to address it in a big way. And that's a big price tag, but the American people are worth it. I don't know what's going on with this edited video, but listen, she's trying to push for a $3 trillion coronavirus release bill, and we all know what that's going to mean. That's going to mean Democrats are going to get their their bailouts to the states for un-coronavirus-related debt. Uh, Any pushover 
and it shouldn't be, you know, the president calls it a war. No, no, we, oh, we're all warriors and people are dying in the war. No, these are, it's, it's family and people are dying in the family. And as I said, without just going to, putting aside how we got here, as we go forward, we have to be based on scientists. Listen to that. This is a, the biggest disaster that our country has ever faced uh, because it's a combination of uh, economic downturn uh, related uh, to a, 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 a pandemic. So in order to just it, just go watching this video, it's it's irritating me. I cannot watch it without cringing. This woman is pretty much the leader of the Democrat Party, and she cannot coherently get out a sentence of any form or type of message. It is preposterous. They want this three trillion dollar bill. They this is what the Democrats do. They artificially inflate crisis to propose bills that are literally more socialism. Has anybody found it oddly suspicious that all the solutions for coronavirus, the crisis at hand right now, are the socialist policies that these clowns have been promoting for years? Does anybody find that a little bit suspicious? It's almost like this is nothing but a political opportunity for the Dems. And guess what? We all lose. America loses. We lose. People losing their jobs. People losing their lives. All for this political gain by the Democrats. Don't fall for the lies. Be woke. Wake up. Joe Rogan plans to move to Texas, leaving California. Listen to this. Texas so. is buck wild, bro. You can bring a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Callan's going. Hey, I might move to Texas. Callan and I and uh, Shab have actually talked about this. Like Getting a ranch might. together? Well, if... if, if Here's the thing. If California continues to be this restrictive, yeah. I don't know if this is a good place to live. First of all, it's extremely expensive. The yeah. taxes here are ridiculous. Yeah. And if they really say that we can't do stand up until 2022 or some shit like that, uh -huh. like, I might jet. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Look at this real quickly. I'm pausing the clip. Joe Rogan is a Democrat. He's a borderline vote. He said he's going to vote for Bernie. He's basically a socialist then. He voted. He supports these people with these restrictive laws, with these too many taxes. He's voting them in. Now he wants to flee. So, Rogan, if you want to move to Texas, please move. But just never vote for a Democrat ever again in your life. This is silly. I don't need to be here. The only reason why I'm here is that I'm close to people like you. Right. I'm, a lot of my friends live here. Yeah. The store is here. But if they if they won't let us do the store, but we could do stand-up other places, why would we stay here? Mm, where in Texas, though? I don't know, man. Hmm. Uh, Austin. I like Austin a lot. I like Dallas a lot. I like Houston, but yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'd live in Houston. I would it's definitely live very in- very humid there. Yeah. The, the summer's a motherfucker. Oh, God. Brutal. But Dallas is great. I'm trying to read through this. I think they're starting with 25% of listed occupancy. Yeah. Where? At the improv? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do it. Is smart. that what it says? It says they're not doing it to make money. They're, they're doing oh, it for, whoever saying, is it like, the, for the audience. Whoever's the guest on this show, what a- I'm sorry, but what is he wearing? A scarf? Where is it? Oh, look at this queer. Come on. I don't like to make fun of people, but this guy's just such... I can just tell he's just one of those ivory tower type liberal New Yorkers. Oh, man. Okay, listen. Rogan, if you move to Texas because of the terrible Democrat leadership, which you voted for in support... I'm not saying you voted, but you did support...
please, just please don't ever vote blue again because this is the problem. Democrats are fleeing Democrat cities and states because they're, they don't like the policies they voted in. Now they're going to go to the Republican states and cities. They're doing way better because the Republicans are in charge. If they, if these dumb liberals and Democrats don't understand and realize the devastation and destruction that they voted for and they continue to vote for that devastation and destruction, they are idiots and they need to get their voter card revoked. I'm not advocating for that, obviously. But there comes a certain point. It's like you you go it's like it's like you're fleeing Venezuela. Imagine fleeing Venezuela and then voting in the same exact president that you just fled from that destroyed the place. Does that make any sense? It's like if Joe Rogan was to go from uh, being ruled by a king, doesn't like being ruled by a king, goes to America and votes for a king. Like, what are you doing? What, how is this comprehending? How does this make it any sense? Please get red-pilled if you're going to move to a red area. So the CDC issues an alert to doctors on rare COVID-19 mysterious illness in kids. Hmm, sounds really convenient just at the time when schools were going to start opening up. Hmm. It seems like, in my personal opinion, there probably is an illness going on. I look at those scary photos they put up on screen. There probably is a mysterious illness going on. Or there's probably an explanation to it, and it's probably not even so mysterious. It could be completely common. But they want to tie it in. They want to equate it to COVID-19 so this way they can slow what is going, the progress with this crisis. So the illness was given an official name, mis Dash C or multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. Don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I don't know what that has to do with a flu-like illness like COVID-19. That just doesn't make sense to me. The Center for Disease Control and uh, Prevention issued a health alert to physicians on Thursday on what has emerged as a rare but potentially deadly condition linked to COVID-19 in children. Uh, Rare. Notice that. Rare. And I don't think there's any tie-in between COVID-19 and the condition. They just found, oh, these kids had antibody. These kids had a weird illness, but they also had antibodies. That that could be like saying, um, you know, you had cancer, but you also uh, drank water. The illness, and you know, there's no correlation. But there's no proof that there is a correlation just yet. The illness, which the CDC calls multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children, uh, has been reported in at least 19 states in Washington, D.C. It was previously referred as a pediatric uh, multi-system inflammatory system. Uh, at least 110 cases have been reported. That's it, 110 cases. Uh, and three young people, ages 5, 7, and eight, 18, have died, which is tragic. New Jersey has at least 17 cases, and California has six. Other states, such as Connecticut, Georgia, or whatever, have reported small numbers of cases. The CDC's health alert provides guidance for diagnosis of the disease. The diagnosis criteria includes a fever of at least 100.4 degrees for at least 24 hours, evidence of inflammation in the body and hospitalization with the problem of two organs, such as heart and kidneys and the lungs. Uh, Also necessary for the diagnosis is evidence of COVID-19 either through a diagnostic test or a test that looks for antibodies to the coronavirus or uh, though recently, let's see, necessary. necessary. So the only, hmm, that's, that, that's, hmm, that's curious. To diagnose 
for MIS-C, MIS-C, whatever you're going to call it, you need to also be diagnosed with COVID-19. Hmm. Is it possible that there are people with this virus that don't test positive for COVID-19? That is possible. But when you're making it a requirement to test positive for that disease, that could be skewing perceptions. Doctors who have treated cases have said that the illness mirrors many of the symptoms of toxic shock syndrome and uh, Kwiatkowski disease, including severe inflammation of the arteries. Much remains unknown. There is limited information currently available about risk factors, pathogens, clinical course, and treatment for the for the virus, the CDC reads. The CDC is requesting healthcare providers reporters suspecting cases to the healthcare authorities to better uh, characterize this new recognizable condition in a pediatric population. The alert suggests that patients younger than 21 would qualify for the diagnosis, but it also said it's unknown whether adults too could develop the condition. Lots of unknowns, obviously. My personal opinion, this is a scare tactic that is being used by globalist types of organizations or people in charge to, one, cover their ass, two, political purposes, three, to keep the economy crashing, which would be for political purposes. And also, it just seems like they're skewing the numbers in a way. They're skewing data. They're skewing diagnosis in a way where they're trying to link COVID-19 to this virus when there could be zero correlation. That's like saying, oh, if you're test positive for cancer, you also need to test positive for drinking H2O. Because, you know, if you're not drinking H2O, you know, that that means you don't really have cancer. Because, you know, obviously the H2O, the water leads to your cancer. It's like, where's the correlation to that? Two things are totally unrelated. I don't know. Can you get cancer from drinking too much? I feel like you can get cancer from doing too much of anything. Am I like, I don't know. Those those scary articles you read. Oh, don't don't eat too much meats or don't eat too many vegetables. You get cancer. Don't do too much of that. At this point, I, I I am just waiting for the inevitable cancer to pop up in my system. As sad as that sounds. That's why I'm more worried about cancer than COVID-19, that's for sure. Uh, real quickly, we can go to virus, you can go to virusdeathrate.com and look up your odds and your risk of COVID-19, of, of contracting and dying. Virusdeathrate.com, you can check it out. Peace out. Thank you so much for listening to the Raging Patriot. If you are listening to Apple, please give it five stars. Uh, the left is one star bombarding me. If you want to shoot me a text, send me some fan mail, 917-540-8768. You can shoot me a text. I'll keep you updated on things. You can send me questions. I might answer them on the show. I might answer them in the text with you. Uh, also, if you can, please share this episode to your friends. Send it to your friends. I, I love doing this daily show. Send it to your friends. Subscribe. Tell them to subscribe. Um, you know, I'll be here every single day. Uh, you know, I'll never take a day off. I, I, I promise you. And if I do, then I, I, pro- I probably have COVID-19. And I'm probably sick and dying. So yeah, thank, thank you for tuning. I, I appreciate you. Go listen to another episode. If you listen to this this far, then, then you need help. You need to go to my other episodes. Peace out.